You're now tuned into the Fully Booked Podcast with Mace, French and Pox. Enjoy the listen. Where to go? Tell me where to go. Rethinking sex. Are you having sex right now? Yes, yes you are. And so are we. We think erotic energy is everywhere, in the deep breath that fills our lungs as we step out into a warm spring morning, in the cold water spinning over the rocks in a brook, in the creativity that drives us to paint pictures and tell stories and make music and write books, in the loving tenderness we feel toward our friends and relatives and children. That's on page 25. Do you believe there's sexual energy in everything we do? Not everything. Uh, <coughs> when you say everything we do, is that communication with people? Absolutely everything we do. As as the as the question says, yeah. everything we do. Yeah. No. When I'm there on my Sundays, do putting out <laughs> cool jets on the shelf. There, there's no sexual energy going on in my head. Mm. Yeah. But that's literally that's literal. But what about the terms of if you think of it as in that that act itself is like a making of love? So it's just in a sense of you doing your housework is a form of sex, so to speak. The same way you just mentioned about even the deep breath that fills our lungs mm. is like a, it's almost not literally, I don't think it means in a literal sense of it being a sexual act as in intercourse, but mm. more just the sense of. I can't connect the dots, I'll be honest. The sexual energy. When I'm, when I'm hoovering, <laughs> cleaning out the bathtub, yeah. um, you know, um, polishing the mirrors, I, there's nothing, there's no kind of, I can't link anything. But I'm not doing it and thinking I'm going to get num nums. For yeah, doing but you're this. thinking about it in the literal sense. Yeah, I'm trying to. Do you know? What? <clears throat> mm. I think what no, I, I knew what the question meant. Mm. Um, I guess I was trying to break it down, and I guess examples I can think of that are, do you know that saying that used to go around that well, the, not used to go around um, that we think about sex every six seconds, mm. and I guess with that being said, I guess. Um, in some or most of the things that we do, whether it's work or in our leisure time, you know, some of it or most of it, I don't want to say it's built around sex, but sex is not too far away. It's the erotic, as it mentions, the erotic energy, not so much the sexual act itself. Like, don't think, like, as you mentioned, Mace, in terms mm. of hoovering, that like you're having sex with the hoover. It's more the... Sorry. It's more the energy. So you can be almost turned on by just doing this particular act, whether it's hoovering, whether it's wiping the tabletops down. I went a little bit too, well, I went a tad too far, but I don't think it's far away. Yeah. Like the energy always there mm. and it's not too far away from being, is it front front row and centred or, you know what I mean? It's not far away. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So I can't connect the dots. <coughs> yeah. Don't have to. <laughs> What about yourself, Pete? Like, do you... I'll, I'll repeat the question. Do you believe there's sexual energy in everything we do? Not absolutely everything, but I do. Th I don't think it's far away at all. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, but I under understood the premise around it. Cool. Uh, but I do think it's... Um, so as Mason was talking, I was thinking... Um, obviously, when we're younger... Actually, I don't even know, actually. Um, I was going to say that it wasn't... 
as present, but that might not be true, you know. Mm. Um, if you're not aware of it. Yeah. Because um, I was thinking, like, there must have been a peak, you know, and obviously as you get older, obviously your priorities kind of change and they they shift. Um, I don't know. I'm not too sure. I mean, I think I know what I'm saying, but there's not really a start, middle, and a finish to mm. where I'm going. Um, I'm, I guess I'm thinking, like, there must be a peak as to the sexual energy always being around me or mm. in my thinking you know, or in the things that I'm doing. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Nice. No, still, still can't connect dots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Denial versus fulfillment. Our culture places a very high value on self denial, which is fine when there is hard work to be done. But all too often, those who are unapologetically satisfied their de- desire for pleasure in their utterly free time are seen as immature, disgusting, even sinful. We believe that happy, free, guiltless connection is the cure for these wounds. We believe that sex and intimacy are vital to people's sense of self-worth, to their belief that life is good. That's on page 26. You don't need a reason. If there was no such thing as STDs, if nobody got pregnant unless they wanted to, if all sex was consensual and pleasurable, how would the world feel about it then? How would you feel? If you look deep inside yourself, you may find bits and pieces of sex negativism, often hiding behind judgmental words like promiscuous, hedonistic, decadent and not productive people have sex because it feels very good and then they feel good about themselves pleasure is a complete and worthwhile goal in and out of itself the worth the worthiness of pleasure is one of the core values of ethical sluthood that's on page 27 love is there anything you want to love and sex are the end are the end not the means a relationship may be valuable Simply because it affords pleasure to be those to those involved, there is nothing wrong with sex for sex' sake, or it might involve sex as a pathway to other lovely things, intimacy, connection, companionship, even love, which in no way changes the basic goodness of the pleasurable sex. And that's on page twenty-seven. A sexual relationship may last for an hour or two. It's still a relationship. The participants have related to one another as sex partners, companions, lovers. For the duration of their interaction one night, one night stands can be intense Life enhancing and fulfilling So can lifetime love affairs Can one night stands be meaningful? <clears throat> um, they might be needed um, I don't know if they're meaningful <laughs> Meaningful as it might spark something in you To then, I don't know, move on If that makes any sense you know. And you know sometimes some people just need a break from monotony. Monotony? I think, anyway, you know what I'm talking about from... Anyway, you want to speak for yourself, boy. Oh, no, no, I'm speaking for other people. (laughs) I'm not speaking for myself. I'm speaking for other people because I've heard this. This is what people say. (laughs) This is what I've heard before. What have people said? No, I mean, just in general, people need Mm. a break from, like, regular routine. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm... Being honest, I'm not trying to, like, ban anyone. I just don't think I'm that type of person. So, um, well... No, 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 because we were like, no, 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 I'm not digging, no, 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 because you know what, I was, um, do I need to, miss? no, don't bother, right. <laughs> no, yeah, no, that will be, not digging, but that will, no point putting myself in, in a predicament, um, not that I've done anything wrong, no, we were laughing and joking, speaking of riddles, bro, 
<laughs> Riddle me this. No, okay, so my situation is a bit complicated at this moment in time. Okay. All right, so um, I was having a conversation with you, I think it was yesterday, as to I was talking with someone. Yeah, I was talking with someone in my car. Mm. And yeah, I'm not going to lie. I felt some form of sexual energy. That's what I told you. Mm. I felt if this is what I wanted, I could have gone there. I'm not saying I could, yeah, I could have had her, but like yeah. we could have went there if that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, but in speaking with her, I said to myself, Actually, I don't want to be outside outside like that. That's not really what I want. It sounds cool and sounds... Yeah, it sounds cool. I was going to say it sounds funny, but it sounds cool. But like the practicality of it, for me, is not really what I'm looking for. And as I said before, I don't know whether it's on a podcast or in general, I'm just not that... That's not who I am. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Not that you should turn down someone pretty and good looking and the opportunity to have sex, but I'm saying like the thought and idea of doing that, it just didn't really appeal to me. You know what I'm saying? And she was saying at the time... Um, that she would like to settle down in a couple of years' time. But then I said to her, you you don't look like you're ready to settle down. Like, you seem like you're you're, you're still outside. That's what you're on. You know what mm. I'm saying? And she's like, yeah, I'm still like, but I said, I think to myself, like, in my mind, you never know how you're going to, you don't know who's going to sweep you off your feet. But I just felt like she wasn't ready to settle down. Um, and I don't want to go around the houses. If, if that, no, I don't, no, I don't want to go around the houses, but I guess, like, with what I was saying prior, mm. I just, you know, I'm just, yeah. So one that sounds meaningful. Or can they be? They can be meaningful. No, because some people want to break from, from monotony or, or from regular routine and people need to come. But you don't have to be in a relationship to have a one night stand. Oh no, but we, we were specific, or well, at that point, I was specifically talking about relationships. Mm. All right, those, I wasn't, I think, no, I wasn't specific. I don't know what I was talking about now anyway. I thought you just put words in my mouth. But like... What? No, because you mentioned relationships. So I was thinking like... I didn't know. You started answering the question. No, no, right there. You said you don't have to be in relationships. Yeah, and I yet. guess, yeah. I said, and I was thinking, wait, did I say relationships? What I'm saying is like some people in relationships mm. feel like it can... It's, it's like it's almost a release. I mean, I was... Yeah. Look, I guess, yeah, I understand what you mean. Go. Yeah, so... So stepping out of their monogamous... Yeah, I mean, it kind of speaks to actually the book in some way, shape or form, actually, as to the need in terms of having, like, multiple partners and stuff like that. So for some people, yeah, like, it fulfills a need, you know what I mean? As mm. in, okay, cool, I've kind of broke up my routine, et cetera, et cetera. And yes, I would like multiple partners. But um, for those who are just out and about and those who are single, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I guess it's like, you know, it might be normal. Actually, some people don't like actually having one-night stands and prefer to be seen and talking to someone. Um I don't think I've quite answered the question as such, but are they meaningful? Like, yes and no. Mm. Yeah, same. I agree. I think they're both, I can be, I think they could be meaningful and meaningless. So, as you said, breakup monotony, you might just, it might be a one off, it might be someone not ready to settle down. Actually, this is the way for them not to have any kind of um, emotional connection and um, an attachment. But actually, do you know what? Guy there or female there, um, physically attractive. I don't want to settle down, but you know, I want the physical enjoyment of sex with that person, have it, disregard them tomorrow. And then I carry on my life. So you're right in that, like can break up monotony or it might just be needed. Like, um, a friend of, a friend of ours, me and my, me and my other half, um, she was over on Saturday and she was saying, um, she even said, she said, I'm not in a relationship, blah, blah, blah. She was, I'm really need some sex. Like she just said that like open. Yeah, 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 yeah. She said, I, I really need some sex. Like, so, and I, I, well, I get it, innit? Like, we all can get that, like, or get it, if that makes sense. So, 
it can be so it can be mean it can be meaningful in that sense it doesn't even have to be meaningful in the terms of you have a one night stand and it's and it's a meaningful one night stand in that i'm going to get to know this but it could be meaningful because it satisfies a need at that point in time but it also be meaningless it can be it can be that like um you've had one too many drinks you actually didn't go out embarking on sleeping with someone at night had one too many drinks some you know something one thing's led to another and you've had a sexual encounter which you didn't actually need or expect and it was quite it, it was quite meaningless do you know what i mean so i can be i think it could be a bit of both one night stands and do you know what <clears throat> on the subject of um well we're talking about it, so it's not on the subject of one night stands actually I, I think i've had like a kind of like one night stand where it's made me realize actually like i remember in boston like yeah I, actually i I would like to be in a relationship or it made me, it gave me some sort of like clarity as to what I'm looking for. Whereas at the time I was quite comfortable just moving around and being single in that. No, it fulfilled a need. Like I just felt like attachment would have kind of like dragged me down at the time. Whereas that's probably not the truth in reality. I don't know. I think we look for, sometimes we look for negatives in things that, yeah, I think sometimes we just look for negatives in things like, yeah, like when when you when we bring up the subject of relationship, we kind of assume it's a, it's a it's an anchor rather than something or a support system. Am I not making sense? But do you understand where I'm coming from? Depends on your perspective where you are in life, because at one stage just you, say may that, feel, you may feel like a relationship is what you need, and that's what's going to anchor you down because you need to be anchored down. Whereas another um, time or perspective may be that, as you just said, this relationship it could be anchoring, it could be holding you back from the person that you want to be and the person that you can fulfil to be. But this particular person may not be the right fit in regards to the journey that you're trying to be on. So, yeah, that's that's the flip side, essentially. Yeah. But yeah, I think, I think they can be meaningful. I mean, you, you answered it quite correctly, I guess. There's no right or wrong answer, obviously, but in terms of how you explained it, Mace, I definitely agree. I think it, there can be meaningful one-night stands where even if it's like, regardless if you, if it was a case of getting over someone or change of monotony, it might just be meaningful in terms of the sex was that good and it was incredible, it was mind-blowing. It, it was that meaningful to you that it won't be uh, an event that you won't, for, you won't forget about anytime soon. Mm but it was just that one night and that's where it will remain in history kind of thing. But it was, it could be a treasured memory, so to speak, a time in your life, for example. So yeah, I think they can be, they can be meaningful. Next part is you are already whole. The only thing in this world that you can control is yourself and your own, the only thing in this world that you can control is yourself your own reactions, desires and behaviours. When you've built a satisfying relationship with yourself, then you have something of great worth to share with others. It's on page 28. Abundance is entirely available. Many people believe explicitly or implicitly that our capabilities for love, intimacy and connection are finite, that there is never enough to go around and that if you give some to one person, you must be taking it away from another. We call this belief a starvation economy. Have you felt the love you've received isn't enough and what was the impact? 
in in the past I've felt that and I don't know if it's love as such but definitely felt like the commitment wasn't the same or when I say commitment it might even be that um I felt like I was putting more in or definitely my, the connection, the feelings, the emotional connection was a lot stronger in, in this happens to me in past relationships. And that can leave me anyway. It, it can leave you feeling slightly fragile in that. How can I put it? See how we sometimes speak about someone having the, and this is the wrong term to use in the relationship, but the upper hand yeah. and almost being like it, the balls in my court. Yep. It kind of it can it can it can it can go vice versa. It's not to say you don't both care about each other, but definitely one size definitely feels that it got the the um the um I don't know the not that they're running the t- running the relationship, but they they definitely got like more of the the last word. But I know what you yeah mean. yeah. So definitely I've felt that before where I felt a little bit more invested or maybe worried that it might that worried if things don't work out that how i'm gonna that i'm gonna feel more worse off than other person and i've forgotten the question i've done a p have you felt the love you've received yeah. isn't enough and what was the impact yeah so it wasn't i don't know if it was that the love wasn't enough it, it could be it could have been that but how it made me feel in that like it can make you feel that you're you're putting more energy in and it can it can make you feel a little bit exhausted or fragile in that and also sometimes, you, it's, oh, I don't know how to put it, but you might feel like, you might feel like there's definitely, that person definitely cares or has love for you or there's love there, but you're like, it's almost like you're overreaching. You're, you're, you're wanting that extra confirmation almost, which never comes. It just makes you feel a little bit on edge, a little bit fragile, like a, bit, a little bit um, less secured in your relationship that this is bona fide 100. That's how it made me feel anyway in, in the very, in the, in, in the kind of past, past, past. <laughs> One early days, past, early days, early days. In another life, yeah. In another life, boy. Um, I think my answer is quite a little bit simple. Anyway, I was gonna say I've only been really in one relationship, and I would say I don't, I don't think I felt. Yeah, I don't think I felt that. But what I was gonna add, I think maybe just to the question. Hey, it doesn't just have to be um, in relationships, like sexual relationships. It could just be. It could be family love as well. If you want to include that. Um, I'll add what I was going to say and then maybe that'll give me time to yeah. think about that as well I'm sure that definitely has occurred in fact no I can think of um, something in relation to that I'll get to that but what I, was, what I was thinking was that like in seeing someone or just <clears throat> having like casual sex you can feel that there is something missing if that makes any sense what do you mean? Um, I guess when you're whether having something casual or whether you're developing something meaningful um like in in building those foundations or those blocks, there is like some form of love that is actually missing. Yeah, as opposed to being in a relationship or as opposed to being in a relationship which is, I don't know, six months, 12 months or 18 months um, strong. Am I making sense? Or do you understand what I'm talking about? I'm talking about like, okay, cool. You're casually seeing someone. Mm. You've been together for, let's say... Well, you just start seeing someone. You're talking about a month, maybe two months, mm. just casually seeing seeing each other or actually having sex. And I'm drawing comparison with that as to being with someone for 18 months, two years plus. So I'm just saying if you're constantly casually seeing people, there can be some, you can feel some form of a void or there could be a void that you feel that's actually missing or that you want. Mm. Am I making sense? Or does that make sense? Ish. Ish. Okay, cool. 
Um, I, I kind of get, I, yeah, I kind of get. So I, I guess I was saying was like I, I couldn't really relate to what Mason was saying or even okay. to the question. So I'm saying like I'm just adding okay another, yeah, another kinda, caveat yeah, to I that. Um, but so. to I think what you were saying um, as to it doesn't necessarily have to be a partner. Mm. Yeah, I, there, I think there have been times when, um, like I think people have said this of me, for example, or yeah, yeah, one or two people have said this of me as to. Um, not probably giving as much, I don't want to say into, into a friendship, as as they have. In fact, a girl said that to me before, um, that I wasn't ringing her as, yeah, like it was one way in terms of the phone calls and all that type of stuff. I'm fine, anyway. <laughs> you find out who I'm talking um, the, oh. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about now? Maybe, go on. Uh, yeah. Um, it's got right, a small but, Yeah. And the per- yeah, the person said that to me. Like, you know, at the time they called me the wrong time. I was like, so like, what? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even mean it like that. But yeah. like, um, mm. yeah, I didn't even mean it. Me and this person were cool. And do you know, I don't know where. Not that I don't know where I was at that point in time. Not that I don't value relation. Yeah, I'm talking about friendships, friendships, yeah. relationships. Like I just like, I guess maybe even at that time, just say early twenties. There's only so much you. Um, not exposed but so much you devolve just to where you are or some of the difficulties you're going through mm. and all that type of stuff um, despite the fact that you get on really really well with someone and if someone says something which pushes a button you're quite happy to cool I'm happy to explode the whole you know, <laughs> the whole thing you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah I would say there's been times in let's say friendships and stuff like that where people say, have said that I've not made an effort to be able to call and stuff like that but I think previously um, maybe even a little bit now, but see, previously, definitely, that wasn't really my, I don't want to say it wasn't my thing, but I wasn't really good at picking up the phone. Right, so, but on the flip side, have you felt that you've not received love and how did it affect you? No. Like, as to relationships, no, because I don't, I don't think I've, I don't... Th- maybe not relationship, maybe family-wise. Then. Um, I just or even, maybe even a friendship capacity, maybe, I don't know. No, no, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. Mm. I don't think so. We're not specifically pertaining to maybe that, no. Cool. And yourself, like anything? Um, no, I felt I've, I've, I definitely felt loved um, as a child, definitely from a family. Um, yeah, they're cheering hella loud, bro. <laughs> <laughs> These <grips are> crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> No, but yeah, I think even in relationships, I've always felt loved in in that capacity. In terms of, I've been <laughs> you laughing. Need some softer grapes. <laughs> yeah, I've always felt loved in that capacity. When I've been told I've been loved, or it's been shown, like within actions and stuff, I've always, I've always appreciated it as well and reciprocated it where I can. So I don't think for me. Um, I can't say I've never received or had not had enough for it to feel some form of impact. Uh, so people who operate from starvation economics can become very possessive about the people, things and ideas that matter to them. It is important to distinguish distinguish between starvation economies and real world limits. Time, for example, mm. is a real world limit even the most dedicated <laughs> even the most dedicated slut has only 24 hours every day love is not a real world limit the mother of nine children can love each of them as much as the mother of only one child loves her one our belief is that one that 
human capacity for sex and love intimacy is far greater than most people think possibly infinite and that having a lot of satisfying connections simply makes it possible for you to have a lot more do you believe in soulmates or a one true love no and i never have believe it or not um hold on i've said that wrong (laughs) no not that it's um yeah i said that wrong I think there's multiple, and I've always said this, there's multiple people out there for us. There is multiple people out there for us um, in this universe. And it's just, it's probably, it's just probably coming across them. And probably in life, because there's billions, how many people billions are now? Nine, I don't know, seven? Seven, last time I checked it was seven. Yeah. Coming across those handful or minority of people that kind of meet our kind of, needs and desires and satisfy us um intellectually emotionally it's um you probably come across those type of people i don't know how many times in your life so i think that's why many people might think i found my one true soulmate love blah 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 um i do think i do think your first i'm saying this out loud that's scrap that (laughs) (laughs) i think for some people i think for some people their first true love, like you won't, you might not be able to love how you love that first that first person, because you know that saying once bitten twice shy. Did you not know that saying? I, know, I, I heard that saying. Yeah. I don't agree with it though. Okay, well there's that saying once bitten twice. No, shy. not the, I don't and, agree with yeah. the saying, but just like that you won't love as hard. You can, mm, you can, you can love again, but I think some people might always have that if they've loved and something's gone wrong with been broken it's really mashed them down they've had to really take time out to rebuild themselves mm. speaking from my bridging experience then <laughs> then like um they're always gonna have that slight they might give themselves 99.99% there's always gonna be that little 0.0001 that's gonna be like let me just hold that because but would can, you give you would you ever give yourself 100% like like yeah, love, I, trust and all that yeah stuff. yeah bro like I do and I try I, I do and I try so I tried in the past and I do right now yeah but I'm giving 100% of what I've got right now yeah <laughs> these might not be Christians and then just laugh at man's answers no I was just laughing at my answer you know what I was laughing at <laughs> so yeah so yeah He's a wicked man, you know. Trust me. No, I want to see something else. Gang man, boy. <laughs> I want to be sure you understood. Okay. Yeah. Oh, um. You know what? I'm no, gonna... no. <laughs> Don't even go there. Don't even go there. Go on, Don't man. even go there. We'll delete. We'll, we'll edit it out. <laughs> oh no 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 no! I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to speak. Yeah, I'm going to speak. No, I think um, much of what Mason said, I think, was very true. No, I am going to add. I'm going to add some on top. We even get your two pence as well, French. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, I think much of what Mason said was true. Um, but I think I'm. Um, what do you call those people? I'm not an idealist. Um, oh. I I know what you mean. Yeah. Even if you say the word idealist, I know what you're talking about. Those kind of relationship is beautiful and rosy and all yeah. Those like, I don't know. You believe in that one fantasies. You can call it that. Yeah, mm. I wasn't going to use that word, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, um, yeah. Where you believe there is a one, if that makes any sense. So I think there is a part of me that does Old believe romantic. that. 
yeah, I think there's a part of me that does believe in that those type of stuff, but I do believe there are loads and loads of people out there. Well, yeah, there's, do you really believe that? What? Like that old romantic, there's just this one true love. No, I just think that's ingrained. I don't know why, where or why that's ingrained in me. Um, Disney. I was just about to say Disney, actually. Um, but yeah, either way, I just feel that's ingrained in me in some way, shape, or form. But I do mm. believe, like we've met several people before, that type of stuff, people mm. you really, really get on well with, people who you feel you can potentially settle down with, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, so I think I'd be very naive to believe otherwise. Um, but there was a part of me no so as you were speaking I was sitting there thinking to myself I was going to add but I thought let me just let you finish as to like do you believe like within let's say four or five people who you've been with or could potentially meet that one love can be stronger than another or you feel like one relationship could be better than some of the others within those four or five people yeah and would that and would that counter the argument as to like whether there's loads and loads of, not loads, but there's several people out there for you and also as to meeting that one true love? I don't think there is one true love. I think there we have, I mean, similar to yourself, it would be nice to believe in having a soulmate, like this is my, my one. Many oh. people die and they say my soul, like as in, and the other half would be like, it's my soulmate. Yeah. Many people But do. I think, can you, can you not grow for, grow into this? Oh, this is my soulmate. Maybe not. Cause you know, you've got also got the, the cliche saying of love at first sight. Oh yeah. So if you meet someone and you grow together, mm. then that can grow to be, oh, that's, that's, this is my soulmate. But you may not have thought that over the first three, four, five, six, how many years. Mm. But it's through the growth and the experiences that you have this, with this particular person that they eventually, when they pass away, it's like, oh, that person was my soulmate. Yeah. But in regards to one true love, no, I think you can you can have different relationships, and not to say one has to be better than the other, but they're just different. They can just be a different because we're we're different people at different times. Like your relationships that you had in your teens and 20s are going to be different to relationships that you have in your 20s and 30s. And that could be with the same person. You're always going to be evolving as a person. So the teenager that you was is not going to be the same person as the adult when you're 30. Mm. You're both going to be different people. Mm -hmm. But do you think at core, like for example, like none of you have to answer this, but do you think at the heart of those relationships, like not that you were who you were, but like your personality wasn't, like much different. And when I mean your personality, so for example, I think I'm a like a l- loving person or that's the type of person I believe I am or would, be. I am in a relationship. Yeah. Whether that is shown much, anyway, that's another, but I don't want to go on into that. So I'm saying like, has that been a theme throughout your relationships? Or that one thing? Like as in like- Yeah, there's certain traits of mine. Yes, that's that's who I am. traits. Yeah, yeah. That's There's some things that aren't going to change. That's that's my makeup. That's who I've been from before I met this person, and it'll be how I am after I'm with this person. It's just my that's how I am. But it doesn't mean that you're a you can't be going to become a well grow to become a different person per se. Not literally one eighty, but as we know, like one percent, one percent accumulate, and that can that's what makes the changes. Yeah, I kind of lost my point still. But. You're talking about that 1%? Um, yeah, just you're going to be a, a different person, essentially. Like that's 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 what the point was. 
because I wanted to um, add to. All right, I wanted to add to. Yeah, that kind of threw me off. Still. Yeah, no, I had a, <laughs> I had a point. I wanted you to finish. Yeah, go. Um, I'm just back there. Um, oh, for fuck's sake, <laughs> I really wanted to say something. Um, all right, move on. I hope it will, it will come back. Hopefully. Yeah. So just to answer, just to wrap up the question and answer. I don't think there's just one true love. I think you can have multiple different loves and they're going to be different. Each each experience is going to be different. Not necessarily better, not necessarily worse, just different. Mm. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's one true love. You get people that have married, had kids, maybe they're widowed and then they, they remarry and they, they, they have a second love and they never forget that first one, but mm. they have another love. And you know I mean... Cool, I, get, I think I remember my point now. So, <clears throat> like... I don't know. I'm, I don't know if I've said this to you. Well, I'm sure, I think I've said it to both of you. So, Sorry. I've got real Ferdinand prime example. He always talks about the first wife he had. She died young. Re- Rebecca, I think her name was. Yeah, I think her name was Rebecca. Even though he's got his new wife now with another child, he still says that was chapter of my life. My true, like a true love. Mm. I've got another chapter. This is my. Tr- do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Perfect. Perfect yeah. example. Yeah. To be fair, that's a very good example. Um, yeah, it's a very good example. I guess. I think what I wanted to add, what, what I wanted to add to was like practicality. So I think there's some people who are in relationships which are more practical. Well, I think they're more practical than loving. Does that make sense? I hundred percent agree with you. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm, and some of the questions I'm asking myself mm. now mm. is as to love. Like, what mm. is love? I don't know mm. if I've said that to you, or I'm, I might have said that to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm asking questions actually. What is love? What does love really involve? Like, mm. has, is my definition of love changed? Actually, I don't even know what it was before, but it might have been quite Disney-like, actually. Mm-hmm. I think I've said things before, as in, like, I believe in, in having it all, as in um, having aims and objectives, achieving those sort of things, and being being with someone and running off into the sunset. I've said, <laughs> like, you know, just, that's quite Disney-like on the subject of what you said before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, whereas now, I'm beginning to sit there and think to myself, no, like, I don't think there has to be logic to everything. I don't even like the idea that has to be logic to everything. That means, then it brings about a... a no re- creativity. Say that again? Leaves no room for creativity. Thank you. Um, yeah, better said. I was going to say um, something else. Um, <laughs> cool. Yeah, lack of imagi- imagination. You know what mm. I mean? And I like imagination. I'm quite... My mind will really run away with me if, if given the opportunity. And sometimes I need to be reined in. Mm. And yeah, I guess some of the questions I am asking is, what is love? Love to me, I would like there to be a lot of imagination, a lot of creativity. And a lot of love shown between the two of you, both back and forth. Whereas now I'm looking around and I'm thinking to myself, actually, does there need? Well, there has to be um, some form of practicality um, in a relationship because obviously there's finances involved, all that type of stuff. And then you can even like switch gears or move to the left and to the right, where you got time. We got not times. You got um, arranged marriages and things like that, where there might be a bit of practicality um, involved. Obviously, we know there's religion involved. Um, but there's a lot of thinking behind the idea of why these two should be married. Mm. Is, am I making sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm still actually trying to um, work out these answers, if I'm honest. Um, but I think at core and at heart that I am someone who believes in a one in a one true love or being able to find that one true love. I mean, yeah, I think I've said these things before. I mean, <coughs> not everybody wants to get married and have children. You know what I mean? Yeah, not everybody wants to get married and have children. Have I thought about getting married before? Yeah. Even, like, oddly, actually, 
the girl who I told you was um, who I was riding with yesterday or the day before, I was telling her I've never thought of the idea of having an African wedding or a Ghanaian like um, traditional wedding. That's mm. just not something that's like I've thought about before. I thought about a traditional wedding, but I'm I, I'm quite simple. I wouldn't have the big grandioso wedding like a very simple ceremony all that type of stuff and, well, I don't want to say ride off into the sunset but have a lovely honeymoon mm-hmm. you know what I mean but she was like no nah, you have to that's where you're from that's what you not what you do but that is kind of what you do mm. um, and I sat there and I thought to myself why do you have to though I know a rare enough <clears throat> topic somewhat but I'm interested um, no because I think she didn't use the word culture she didn't use the word culture but oh, culturally I'm, yeah I okay. think that is kind of like what she meant mm. um, so I understood it yeah, I understood it. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I, I, I have several questions. Questions which I'm trying to understand myself. But life is very long. Got long. Got plenty of time to think about these things. Cool. Girl, tell me where to go.